Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The team that nobody thought could win, that most people thought could win, has indeed won the Super Bowl. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Ah, we made it to the end of the football season. But why here for me? Why? Why hear from me when I have no connection to the team that was apparently doubted, the team that nobody believed in, the team that was clearly, clearly thrown to the wayside? I mean, all you have to do is ask Travis Kelsey, the outstanding Chiefs tight end. Travis Kelsey making sure after the Chiefs beat the Eagles last night that everybody knew that those spunky underdogs from Kansas City needed respect. Travis. Many of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that. Feel it. And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. That's right. Travis Kelsey, nobody respected. The one seed in the AFC with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback Chiefs. But you know what? Why hear it from me? Why hear it from me, Stone? Do we have overly dramatic, triumphant music? Why don't we go ahead, cue up our Ken Levicka Live Orchestra, and I'm going to let the man to my left, who admittedly is a bit banged up, Mm. but he is flying on football cloud nine this morning. He has been a Kansas City Chiefs fan for a whopping near seven months. Mm-hmm. And this man, Whew. he is he is feeling maybe greater than he ever has at any point in his life. Theo, I'm going to let you talk to the masses after your Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. It's not a... It, I, I come here with a very, very bright smile on my face. Um... I come today as a man who withstood all of the spears, all of the spears of those haters who didn't want me to have better for myself, uh-huh, right, right. who, when I chose the Chiefs, were telling me they were a 9-win, 10-win team at best, were telling me that this is a squad, oh, they just traded away Tyreek Hill, they were telling me Joe Burrow and Josh Allen we're going to be the best in the AFC. They, they told me all of these things when I first chose the Chiefs, right? Theo, Bart Scott said you guys weren't even going to make the playoffs. I wasn't even going to make the playoffs if we leave it to guys like Bart Scott. Great, great football mind, by the way. It is all right. Can't wait to see when he gets a Super Bowl. Well, I guess. <laughs> Did he get one with the No? Did nope. he? Nope. That, Never. That, that, that ship has sailed, I think. AFC Championship appearance, I think. Yeah, two, I, two, two, two. Two of them. Two. Two. I guess he could wait. Um... <laughs> Funny how that works. Uh-huh. No, it's just funny because, too, it's like, and then, of course, I'm still going to have to take it for the next year, two years. I don't know how long of people saying bandwagon this, bandwagon that, but y'all weren't really on the Chiefs. Not not in the offseason when all of the moves happened and you couldn't really see what was getting cooked up. Shout out, Brett Veach. Uh, not even really after we got the one seed. 
Not even after we clinched that one seed and stepped into the playoffs because we were supposed to lose to the Bengals. The big, we couldn't get past the Bengals. Burrowhead Stadium. How did that work out? He got uh, smoked by Patrick Mahomes' dad. That's right. Smoking on that Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? And then you get past that and you get into the um, into the championship game. The granddaddy of them all, the Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm new to this fandom. I don't know what to call it. What do we call it? The big stage? Sure. Should we call it Mahomes' new home, the Super Bowl, because it seems like he just keeps playing in it. The Mahome. <sighs> the Mahome. There we go. <laughs> More and the shopping. Eagles. And, and I got to watch the pregame coverage. And, and everybody parading the Eagles. Oh, that offensive line is so great. The pass rush. Jalen Hurts is inevitable. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. The Eagles are favored. Every single person on the pregame show, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. They cap it off with Terry Bradshaw, who I think was drunk or maybe even high off of something. Or he's just old. Or just old. Still siding with the Eagles as well. So I'm just all of this. At halftime. There was a little premature celebration. Have we not seen this story before? Do you not know who Patrick Mahomes is? He's 27 years old. He's done this a billion times before, but I have to preach it to you again. Eagles fans celebrating at halftime with a 10-point lead. And then that man, Patrick Mahomes, comes out. I knew it. When he came out in that third quarter and led that football drive, I knew what time it was. Drugged out of his mind. Drugged out of his mind. His ankle just on its last little slither of bone. <laughs> flesh. The two bones. It's just like flesh holding that thing together. There's two bones right there. And just a little, little slither of flesh that only God himself placed into <laughs> that man's foot. And he went out there and he let that touchdown drive. And I knew it was over from there. And, of course, so many things happened after. Mm. But it just it feels good because I was going to get hate either way. If the Chiefs lose, I get hate. If the Chiefs win, I get hate. feels much better on this side of the coin. Theo Dorsey this morning. Is a Super Bowl champion. Oh, Lovely, wow. Chiefs kingdom. Never withered. <laughs> Never wavered. Theo Dorsey, after seven months of trials and tribulations. Oh. And again, like Travis Kelsey said, Stone, let's hear Travis Kelsey one more time. The same Travis Kelsey who hijacked a Patrick Mahomes post-game interview after the AFC Championship game. Back to his old <laughs> tricks. Travis Kelsey pulling the old nobody expected us routine. <laughs> With some music, apparently. I got Theo's uh, yeah. big game music. Yeah, hold on, orchestra, pipe down, <laughs> pipe down. We paid you already. We paid you up front. You did your job. That's enough already. Travis Kelsey, nobody believed in the Chiefs. One of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Mm. Not a single one. Feel that? Feel it? And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. Please, please okay. do. I mean, they were the one seed in the AFC, and you've got hold Patrick on, Mahomes. Hold on. The, and second, this, the line was one. The second shortest odds to win the Super Bowl before we even kicked off in August and okay. September. Right, right. Because of Patrick Mahomes, you're right. But hold on. So, Ken, mm-hmm. you of all people should not be speaking so oh, oh, confidently. Oh, we're doing this early, huh? Yeah, no, 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 because he's over here trying to act like no. Mm-hmm. No, 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 Ken, you of all people should not be speaking so confidently on the side of, mm-hmm. oh, the Chiefs weren't doubted because you're sitting in the seat or the throne of doubt when it comes to the Kings of the any, Chiefs. Any team can receive doubt about whether or not they can win the Super Bowl. One thing I did not say was that the Chiefs were not going to make the postseason. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Something that I did not say was that the Chiefs had no chance of winning the Super Bowl. What I did say is I thought maybe, just maybe, the Chiefs weren't better than the Bengals or the Bills at certain points throughout the course of the season. 
that sounds like what Travis Kelsey says is like when when Georgia players say, "Oh, the media picked us to to go eight and four. But he didn't. Nobody say, did that. You're right. He didn't say that. But y'all did doubt the Chiefs at every single to step. an extent. But no, that's no, no. also real. To an extent. Can, you know, we, can we, we play the audio then, Stone? Is it too early to play the audio of Ken's Super Bowl it, prediction? I mean, it may be a little it's too early. early. If Ken's it's early, early, but he's right. really talking right. real confident. What I don't want you doing, Theo, is <laughs> to keep early. using they, because I said week after week after week, this is the best team in all of the NFL. And this is the best quarterback yeah. in all of the NFL. Yes. So let's keep Not that. Not everybody. Let's keep that aim to your right and but, straight ahead of me right. to this one certain guy. Right. We can hear his right. bold prediction That's why I want Friday. the audio. That's right. the only reason why right. I want the audio is because I wasn't trying to loop you in, Stone. You knew what was good. But this guy, <laughs> this guy, Ken Levicka. All right. So Theo's right. <laughs> we can't tap, down, tap dance around it anymore. We have to address the elephant in the room. This was... Just over 72 hours ago here on Ken LaVica Live. Bold predictions on Friday that got a little bit reckless. So reckless, in fact, that Theo on an off day called in yes. uh, because he couldn't believe what he was hearing. I'm not afraid to own this, okay? You I'm not afraid be. to own this. <laughs> this is me, Friday, my, my bold Super Bowl prediction here on Ken LaVica Live. All right, here's my bold prediction. Uh-oh. The Eagles... Win by three scores. <laughs> three scores. The Eagles win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs by three scores on Sunday. Is that bold, Stone? Is that a bold prediction? Of course it's bold. <laughs> All right, so that was really wrong. That was really, really That's wrong. disrespectful. We're talking about the, the guy who we consider the greatest talent ever at his position in Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about Andy Reid, veteran head coach. We're talking about Steve Spagnuolo a defensive coordinator who's been at it for this long and have, and you're talking about losing by three scores to the Eagles who have not, who who on the <laughs> Eagles has proven it to you that they will go out there and beat the Chiefs by three let me, scores. Let uh, me throw you throw you uh, what is it a a buoy? What are those things called? Buoy, yeah, buoy. Where you throw out a, the oh. the little ring, the donut from the boat if that's someone's not a, that's a, a life raft, a, a life yeah, like a life preserver. Oh, you want the circle one? Yeah, yeah. I want the circle it's one. A life preserver. I would throw it out to Ken right now because Theo, when the score was fourteen to seven and the Eagles did have that football, yeah. you're not feeling too good when no. you go into halftime with a limpy, gimpy Patrick Mahomes down what ten? Not just limpy, but also can, gimpy. Yeah, <laughs> limpy I was feeling and good gimpy. the whole time. Mm. You're, you're, this is when but you probably went radio silent. No, but, I, but, yeah, yeah, but that's where we th I we think, didn't hear from Theo for uh -huh. like a ninety minute span last night. There was other sudden, reasons why you were. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I was a little sippy I was, and drinky. And I was a little yes, I was incapacitated. Yeah, it was yeah. a wavy night. <laughs> it was a very wavy night. Can we can we hear real quick though? Just the the conviction in which I did say it. And yes, it was a bold <laughs> was prediction. Bold. But listening back to it, like it's even worse because I sound so confident about it. All right, here's my bold prediction. Uh-oh. The Eagles win by three scores. <laughs> three scores. I even repeated the it. The Eagles win the Super Bowl <laughs> over the Chiefs by three scores no, on second Sunday. Time. Is that bold, Stone? Is that a bold prediction? Of course it's bold. <sighs> I never I never wavered, man. And I, I didn't either. My bold prediction was what they call bullseye. What, you, what well, is yours? Do you have your two scores. And they come back and win. No, that was not my bold prediction. Okay, that's that was what I said. On, yeah, let's on. let's hear Stone's bold okay. prediction because he actually he was a lot closer than I was. Actually, here's Stone from Friday. His Super Bowl bold prediction. It starts Woo. with this Kansas City defense that nobody seems to be talking about. Think about two bold predictions here. Miles Sanders 
is projected to rush for 60 yards. That's not happening. I'm going mm. under that mark. Mm. Oh, under mm. 60 yards. Jalen Hurts is projected close. actually to run the ball more than 10 times. That's not happening. I'm going under that mark. I, I don't think the Eagles have any success all. running the ball. That's bold because... I think everybody would say that they're going to do that. Like, that's the main thing it's they're going to stick on. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Kansas City's defensive front stands up in all 10, very strong. The- yeah, the, the Eagles didn't run the ball. They got no. outrushed. I don't know if I would say the Chiefs' defense was strong, it per was- se. I don't know. Against the rush, they were good. Against the rush, they, they were, were good. amazing against the rush. Against the pass, not so good. And I think that was part <laughs> of the – but that's part – like, you – we're at the end of the road here. We're talking about the two best teams in the league. We're at the end of the road. I'm saying, but like, you, you got to give up something. You sure. can't take it all away in the, the Super Bowl. Mo- they did give us something. The most points scored by a team that didn't end up winning the Super yeah. Bowl. Right, right. That happened. But that was a really good. I, they did get gifted a, a, a fumble kick from Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts dropped the ball. Yeah. But what, what part of that was of course it Hurts is. trying to make a play because they were in the backfield on his design run. The, the you can say that play hurt. Mm. It did. It did. Yeah. It hurt me too, though. Honestly, I didn't want. You don't want to see Jalen Hurts embarrassed. You know that was. No, tough. no, I understand. That was tough. I, I mean, understand. Houston guy. Yeah, sure, sure. You've got connections yes. to him. <laughs> so, so obviously, I was like Astros fan. I was like big wrong. Yeah, big wrong. So let, let's just hear Travis Kelsey one more time. One more time. And again, I want to. I was not someone who proclaimed throughout the course of the regular season the Chiefs had no chance. No chance. I just thought based on body of work up to the Super Bowl, the Eagles were on a roll. They had momentum. That wasn't me disrespecting Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. Fight for your right to party, right, Trav? <laughs> but, but yes, going into the Super Bowl, I doubted they could beat the Eagles, but I thought they could be in the Super Bowl prior to that. That's my defense for when Travis Kelsey says things like this. One of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that. Feel it. And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. Fine. Fine. I, I, I am going to put respect on the Chiefs' name. Pat Mahomes is that guy. Mm. He's even better when he's drugged out of his gourd. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> As if the guy wasn't elite enough. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have a Brett Favre pulled <laughs> yeah, no, on yeah, me here. Um, but but he allegedly has substances that uh, no man outside of an NFL <laughs> locker room knows pumped into his system with that high ankle sprain. That dude wasn't feeling anything. No pressure, no pain, probably uh, no feeling in mm. any place in his body. And he balled. He's that guy. The Kansas City Chiefs are the rightful champions. Mm. They are the rightful Super Bowl champions. There, Travis, I put respect on your name. Yeah. Okay? I put respect on your name. For me, the most memorable part of last night was watching Mahomes just carve up the Eagles' defense. Not a single stop for the Eagles in the second half. Every time Pat Mahomes touched the ball... Mm. The Chiefs put points on the board. Those two goal line calls. Andy Reid was a wizard last night. He put on a master class mm. last night. Him and, you know, I'll give Eric Bieniemy credit as well. But Andy Reid, he is the brains behind that entire operation. Those two goal-to-go touchdowns last night. Sick. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, not an Eagles defender within 15 mm. yards. That's what sticks out to me from last night. That's the most memorable part of the game to me last night was that. That second half was a true coaching, scheming masterclass against an elite defense. 
That is so spot on. And I was so critical of Andy Reid, who coached a horrible game against the Buccaneers in that Super Bowl, because it's almost like he went into it with a concussion and forgot that they had no kind of O-line and didn't scheme up anything in, a, in opposition to that great Bucks pass rush. Right. And last week, you and I were in agreement. Yes. He, more than any human being involved in this game last yes. night, had the most to prove. And he proved it. He sure did. Capital P. Even in a loss, he would have proved it. And, and, and you're talking about the two the two plays, the Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, the touchdowns. How about the first touchdown motioning Travis Kelsey under getting the switch so, he, so Darius Slay wasn't on him, and I think he had a safety on him. Travis Kelsey gets that score. All three Mahomes touchdown passes come on motion plays where they snap it quick. Another thing, that run, it was Doug Peterson-esque of the Travis Etienne run that Doug Peterson ran against the, uh, what was it, the Chargers, first round for the Jags, that end-around type run that Travis Etienne picks up 30 yards, they win the game on it. That he, uh, Andy Reid dialed up a similar play to Jarek McKinnon on the game-winning drive. I think it was a third and short. He goes in the round to McKinnon. McKinnon could have maybe even scored if he if he jukes out uh, uh who was it? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. It was just a master class. Like I couldn't think of one time I was disappointed in Andy Reid other than in the first quarter, fourth and three, when he put Harrison Butker out there. That was a little but you, you, it's defensible, but I was just like, ah. I come just on. the Chiefs did whatever they want in the second half. I mean, Juju was unstoppable. He was always, always there. Juju Smith-Schuster was unstoppable last night. Number nine was all by himself all he, night long. And he pulled up in the kill, yeah. too. He but, did pull up in a kill. But Patrick Mahomes, Ooh. 13 of 14 in the second half. I mean, that's I ungodly mean, you're not in itself. Have a, you're not going to have a better Super Bowl performance and than that. I, I think what you mentioned, the two goal-to-go plays are inevitably the most memorable part that of that sick. game. Because I mean, that was so sick. It's coaching porn is what it is yeah. because you have an entire staff that has two weeks leading up to this game, and, and coaching is a fraternity. So if you don't think other coaches around the league got in contact with Andy, with Biannimi, and talked about man coverage and how the Philadelphia Eagles switch things right when, when people are moving across formations, and you saw Darius Slay check over, make no eye contact None. with where Kadarius Tony was, and the same thing happened over there with James Bradbury and Sky Moore. Like, Andy Reid had that in his back pocket for God knows how long, mm. deployed it at the perfect moments of that football game. I mean, it is the pinnacle of coaching and execution at its finest. The dude. second half, but more specifically, the two goal-to-go touchdowns that the Chiefs dialed up in the second half, that's the most memorable part of last night's Super Bowl to me. That's the most memorable portion of last night's Super Bowl. But I want to ask you, you watched it last night, whether you were at a party by yourself, you caught up on it last night or this morning. What was the most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? What was the most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? The Chiefs beat the Eagles. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And I know what's going to happen, too. I know what's going to happen. Carl Sheffers. I know we're talking officiating at some point. That's I cute. know we're going to get to that. And we will talk plenty about that. But if you, I'll, I'll preface it with this. If you're going to allow that to become your most memorable moment from last night's game in a 38-35 final, mm -hmm. that call, then dare I say you don't know ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Like, am I? Am I? 
I can acknowledge it was a bull bleep call, and I don't think at any point you'd really have to be nitpicking to actually make that call uh, even eight times out of ten. That said, if you think that that right there is the most memorable moment from a really good Super Bowl, then you don't know ball. I, I think it's as simple as that. Or you're grasping for excuses. You're trying to like... Well, you you're know. you're trying to well, you're trying to compensate for you wanted to see a better ending, yeah. so you're trying to compensate for the fact that, that that didn't happen. But for for you, for you, Theo, I mean, of all the things last night, and you watched your team of seven months yes. hoist the Lombardi Trophy, yes. celebrate with confetti falling in the desert. What sticks out to you as the most memorable moment from last night? And you know what's well, the funniest part? Before I even go to specifically my most memorable moment is, and we joke about the whole seven month thing too, and it's funny, but. I, it felt, man, hanging on to every single play, like it was very reminiscent of that Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos Super Bowl that I hung on to every play to, and we lost it. So coming out on the winning side, it just reminds me it's so tough to win these things. Reminiscent of what Stone says so many times. It's hey, you know tough what? to get there. We shouldn't and tough bag to win. on him because he, I mean, he he hit free agency. I did hit free agency. Uh, yeah, hold I'm on. Cool. Hold this on. is a modern but day fat fandom kind of, situation. Hold on. Did, yeah. did they just hog? The most memorable moment of Super Bowl Fifty Seven for himself. I feel like he, he sort of did make it about himself. Like it, it, well, I no, tell you guys, you joke about seven months, but I was. It's I mean, real. I, every I felt, play, I felt so good it's that real. they won the Super Bowl. Like me, I was there for every play. It's me, real. Me, <laughs> me. Yeah, I mean that's why he was but a free agent. Though maybe the Panthers got rid of him. He's a me guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm a me <laughs> guy. They didn't like that in their locker room. <laughs> they didn't like that. They also um, didn't like talent. They don't like talent or competent quarterbacks. But in Chiefs Kingdom, we do. And and what I will say is the most memorable moment. I'll get off of that. Maybe that's a that's a discussion for another day. Just because, again, I was getting so emotional last night. It was such a happy night. And I'm not even being facetious. I'm so okay. serious. But back to the real point. It's pathetic. The Mahomes scamper. It's real, man. It's sports. It's sports. It's the reason why we get paid. Don't people doubt care. This, man. Don't I, doubt this. You know, last week we it's told you. It's the reason you. why we get paid to do what we do is because people care about moments like if, these. If, and they're tied if Kyrie to Irving and the Dallas Mavericks win the NBA championship, I yeah. want you to become the biggest Mavericks fan. And I why? want you to say nothing bad of Kyrie Irving because he did the same thing. We, we deemed you the Kyrie Irving of fandom. Oh, the Kyrie Irving of fandom. Okay, I forgot about so my Kyrie ties. I want you to say nothing bad. I don't say bad things about Kyrie the player and sometimes not about the guy. It's yeah. just sometimes well, you better. he does. Just there's sometimes there's things. Sometimes he, he does things. Right. Right, right. We're none of us are above reproach. When I do things that are bad, you should call me out for it too. Did, do <laughs> you um, wait? Did you did you shed a tear last? I can't night? count. All right, look, look. just <gasps> be honest with us. Here's the thing: I also was under the influence. <laughs> I also was under the influence, but I cannot lie to you, dog. Like, come on, right. left eye, left eye, slow roll. Yeah. But like Nick Sirianni. Yes, 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 yes. I felt By the, the way, Nick. Come on. Come on, dude. What's what's cornier? Me crying after seven months of fandom over my team winning the Super Bowl or Nick Sirianna crying during the, the dang I, national I anthem? I get the, the national anthem does things to people, but, like, if that he, was a little bit lame. I mean, honestly, how dare you guys? Come on, Nick. All right, we're not but doing you know it what, But the thing with me is with Nick Sirianni, like, if you're crying during the anthem... Like something's going on with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he, maybe it's something deep in this. Something else. It's something else. I guess he maybe. did. He did explain what it was. He said back when in his childhood, like the national anthem, and he had this whole story yeah. for it. But, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it means something it, different. But, but God bless America is an objectively better song than the national Obviously. anthem. I mean, there's a billion songs that better should than be the, the damn national, national anthem. anthem. I'm just saying. Right? God bless America does hit a lot. I mean, harder. that thing slaps. Um, even if you're making fun of a grown man who's worked his entire life to get to this no, moment, I'm who proud let his emotions get the best of him in the moment. I didn't. I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying. Well, same thing for me. You're making fun of a grown man who yeah, cried when his team won the Super Bowl. That's a great point. I, I so take that back. So, what's up? 
I, did you? So wait, right, when you most, cry though, do you like put your head in Ashley's shoulder or no, 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 no? Like by your, the girls went to sleep. The oh, girls okay, went so, off to sleep. Oh, so you were crying by yourself. I, uh, I was standing because oh. I'm watching all the all the post game stuff. Sure, so sure, I'm sure. watching stuff until like two two a.m. I love it, dude. Um, and just it was it was during uh, one of the interviews, and I started rewinding the game, and I went back to the plays, and I watched the Tony punt return again, oh. and like. That punt return was magical. That, I kept going back to that. That one. was gonna be my most memorable moment, oh but then I kept gosh. thinking about the the, the touchdowns, yep. the two touchdowns with nobody in, within 15 yards. Yes. And I was in. Oh, I'm sorry. But let's most, do it. Memorable most memorable moment. moment. I'm sorry. Most memorable moment. Let's do it. It was the Mahomes scamper. It was the Mahomes scamper. Right up the middle. Right up the middle because of what happened on it. All the things that happened on it. Like great coverage. That is the best pass defense in the league for a reason. They're really good. The pass rush was coming. You get a chip from Pacheco on the left side. You, I think we had Hassan Reddick double teamed on the right uh -huh. side. And he started to get to him as Mahomes inched up in the pocket. And me, I'm so nervous because what we just saw in the second quarter. And I'm thinking if Mahomes goes down, especially now, it's really going to be over with. Because if this thing goes to overtime and it's Chad Henney... Like, it's really done. So when Mahomes takes off, I first, first off, did anybody think he was actually faster than Hassan Reddick on a bad ankle? Because he outran Hassan Reddick, who was a speed demon off the edge, on a bad ankle. I mean, you can consider that he might have had the angle he, there. He, no, did, no, no, no. he did have he the angle. He kind of had maybe, but he, if you watch the separate, he grew separation as he ran. It wasn't like Reddick was closing in on him. Well, you're telling yourself anything. I'm telling you, you have as to. I watched it You can't it back. just take the win. I watched <laughs> it back. I'm telling you my most memorable part, and you guys are making fun but of me. the turf, the turf, <laughs> the turf was slippery and terrible. Yes, the turf was terrible. That didn't help Hassan Reddick. It didn't help Mahomes on the bad ankle either. <laughs> Damn it, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it might have. No, it didn't help him. So he's so he's running, and all I can think is like, get down, get down. But he keeps getting more yards, and you know the TV angle, you can't see if there's defenders in front of him. So I'm like, is he about to like early? Because remember earlier in the game, he had that run where he got near the end zone, and he would not go down. I'm right. like, go down, go down. I'm thinking the same thing. Are the defense? But nobody was there, and for him to break off that what twenty plus yard run, so really that was really the ice cap on the game, like. Yeah. Outside of the defensive holding and all that stuff that happened, you didn't talk about the hole, but that's the play that set up the Chiefs, where that's there's no guarantee the Eagles were going to be able to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Like he put the Chiefs in position to take the go-ahead score, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, on that very play on a bum ankle, and that is his quote-unquote Jordan moment. That's his flu game-esque moment. He injures his ankle, even a Giannis Antetokounmpo-esque moment. Big injury, big leg injury in a previous game. You get to the big stage, and it doesn't matter. And that was amazing. What was the most memorable moment from last night's game? Me was the two Chiefs touchdowns, goal to go, with no Eagles defender in sight. Just expert play calls, perfect execution. Theo says it's the Mahomes scramble, the run, the first down, the big banger that put the Chiefs in scoring position to break the 35 all tie. What was your most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? Let's add this as well. What was the most lame moment from last night's game as well? And my most lame moment is us acting like Rihanna's halftime was transcendent. <laughs> she was fine, but she wasn't transcendent. Let's stop. What was the most memorable moment from last night's game? And what was the most lame moment from last night's game? And you can't say the penalty. You can't say the penalty. That'll be its own discussion later. You can't say the penalty. I'm putting you to work on this Monday. I don't care if you're hungover or not. Mm. What was the most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? What was the most lame moment from last night's Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888 
760-3776 on Twitter at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I can already tell by Theo's reaction. He hates my Rihanna take. <laughs> Sorry, I said Rihanna. Like a total white well, person. It, Rihanna. Well, it, it happens. Yeah. Rihanna. <laughs> Bobby is in Boca. What's up, Bobby? Good morning, fellas. How is everybody? Very good, sir. Good morning. Great. Ken, 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 first of all, bro, I got to go up on you for going up on Sirianni for crying, man, before. Have you ever have you ever stood in the biggest game of your life in front of 80,000 people and about 10 million television viewers and everything else that goes with it? And you play the national anthem. You don't know. I mean, if you only – if you ever – you've never done it, obviously. I've done it several times. Your emotions are so moved. Sir, it's not even funny. Sir, man. sir, so I have called. I have, that. I have called. I have called plenty of games in front of eighty thousand people. Come on, in college football, okay? I, I know a little play, thing I or didn't two. Say called, man. This is not called. I'm talking about played. Not performance called. too. Played. All I, know, all I know is emotion, and what I will say is maybe I would be moved to tears at a rendition of the national anthem if it wasn't a country music artist singing it. Okay. You know, it's, it's not the who's singing the song. It's about the, it's about the More song like Chris itself. More like Chris Lamelton. It's just about the song hey. itself and the mood, the, the, what you're going through your head at the moment right before kickoff. I mean, that's case. So, why don't you tell these guys, hey, man? What are you kidding God, me? God Bless America is a better song than the national anthem. I'll say it. If I'm going to shed a tear over a patriotic song, it's going to be God Bless America. Yeah. All right. Now you're, now you're mincing words, man. That's, that's not. I'm just saying. You know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying, hey. you know what? If you've never done it, just admit it. You've never done it. Hey, Bobby, what was your most memorable moment, brother? Well, the other thing is, there's a couple of things. Number one, um, you guys are talking like the first half didn't exist. I mean, I've never heard, I didn't hear one comment about the 13 first downs versus four first downs and the time of possession. I heard none of that. That ain't winning time. I mean, the, the, <laughs> that's not, Bobby, that's not winning time, man. It was a 10 point game at halftime. That ain't winning time. The winning time's the second half, 13 to 14 pound okay, homes. You're, you're being, you're being, Ken, you're being cocky and arrogant right now. It's not becoming of you. It really isn't. I will say this, Bobby. That's not your style, bro. Ken didn't pick the that's not your Chiefs. Style, Ken. What am I saying that's wrong, Bobby? What am I saying that's wrong? How am I being arrogant when I'm literally you telling you factual the, things. You're talking about the first half. I said, all I said was, did you not see the first half? I did. I and mean, they, it was a great game. The Eagles played well, game. and the Chiefs Mahomes, were better. Mahomes played out of his mind. He played, he's incredible. He's an incredible athlete. Yes. The Chiefs won. It was a, a straight-up great game. But you're acting like the first half didn't exist. Congrats I, I on mean, the first half championship to the Eagles. Like, that's good. I'm, I'm proud of them. And Philly, Philly has that to remember. Who does? Philly. Philly has their first half title. I brought up the first half. They were up by 10 at the half. Yeah. And I believe yeah, Mahomes they, play, 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 they played Jalen Hurts played a phenomenal yes. first half. Other than the fumble games. and then kicking it uh, to the Chiefs for a touchdown, I mean, he played a phenomenal first half. Appreciate the call, Bobby. Am I being arrogant? Am I being cocky and arrogant? It, I literally stated that the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes was brilliant in the second half. What am I? What are we doing here? Run right there. Now I, I think you're not being cocky. I think it would be weird for you to be cocky because you picked the Eagles. I picked the Eagles by three scores. So, but for Bobby's three. point, 
for Bobby's point, I think we have gone too far in the show without mentioning Jalen Hurts because that dude was he was awesome. Impeccable. Jalen Hurts is impeccable. a phenomenal football oh player, God. rightful runner-up for the MVP. Oh my goodness, rightful runner-up for the MVP. He easily is the MVP if the Eagles find a way to win the game last oh night. Okay, goodness. I'll do it for Bobby. He's different, but 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 don't tell me. Did you watch the first? Who cares half? about yes. those first Who half numbers though? Why would we start with the first that? Half? Why would we start with the first half numbers as if the Chiefs didn't have the no, second half? You're I right. Mean, Let's start the you know show. What I'm saying, though? Like. If we get to it eventually, it's first. But, I mean, the only thing that he wants to hear is the 10 and a half extra minutes of time of possession for the Eagles. You would have the 10-point lead yes. for the Eagles. Good. I and, said 10-point lead at the half. And the then Eagles. what happened? Yeah, I mean, Theo but explicitly like, talked about it. You, we can't bury the lead. It's not like we're going to start our show off like, all right, guys, let's talk about the first quarter. Right. Like, we can't. We're not in a top 50 market. and are going to jump on the air midday, the yeah. day after the Super Bowl, and start the show with, all right, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, good to be with you noon here on ESPN 106.3. What about that first half last night? Let's talk first half, 888-760-3776. I'm not doing it. Well, We're not doing that. I guess we would do it a different way. Theo, I would ask you, did Jalen Hurts outplay Patrick Mahomes last night? He didn't. He didn't because he had a costly turnover that turned into points Correct. directly. So he, Correct. But did he have? A, he had an excellent game, a game good enough to win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. A game good enough so much, like if you look at his numbers, you would have thought he did so he played an impeccable game, but he did not outplay Mo. Four total touchdowns, 304 passing yards, and 70 on the ground. It's sick. It's yeah. sick. And they scored the most points for a team that ended up losing in a Super Bowl. 100%. He had a Tough elite game. Yeah. Did not play Mahomes. Elite game. Elite. And again, he would have been the MVP. Yeah. He would have been the MVP, but it didn't work out like that. And he also scored a touchdown for the Chiefs. You can't leave that part out of it. What was your most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? And what was the most lame moment from last night's Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I mean, if you want to talk the first half, I'll do it with you. I mean, maybe maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> I haven't, I, I've, I've only been in radio for like 17 years. Maybe I'm missing something, though. Maybe we should focus on the first half. I don't know. I don't know. You guide me today. It's the day after the Super Bowl. This could go many different directions. What's the most memorable moment from last night's game? What was the most lame moment from last night's game? For me, the two goal-to-go touchdowns for the Chiefs, that was super memorable. For Theo, the Pat Mahomes scramble, super memorable. On the the final game-winning drive, the most lame moment for me, and we'll get Theo's when we come back and Stones and and all of this, us saying that Rihanna's halftime was the greatest ever. Like, she was good. But was that transcendent? Uh-uh. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Take calls on your social media when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey. He's a champion. Mm. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, it was Joe Burrow last week. It's Philly this week. Philly blocks. Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. That, the blackest man in America, Pat Mahomes Sr. Pat Mahomes Sr. <laughs> that is a brother. Oh, man. He's he a is, brother. I I am enamored with him. He is just, he, the voice, the swagger, just the, the sharpness. It's, and, and it's funny, man. And you said last week, he's black, black. I didn't know, I knew he was black. I didn't know he was a, you know, because it's it's different. You know, we're not a monolith. Black folk are not a monolith. 
And there's levels to this whole there, thing. There's levels to this. And Patrick Mahomes Sr., a baseball player. <laughs> that's what that's what really kind of threw it off for me, too. Like, he's Patrick Mahomes Sr., the baseball player. So he's the, the father of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And he's a baseball player. I'm just like, what are we going to get? And we got every bit of it. Thank you, Aaron Ladd, for continuing this series of post-game Patrick Mahomes Sr.'s comments. We need it every year now. Aaron Ladd, reporter in Kansas City. Yeah. He's the one who got the now famous smoking that Burrow pack uh, <laughs> audio after the AFC title game. And let's hear that one more time. Let's hear that one more time. This is walking through the tunnel last night at State Farm Stadium. Aaron Ladd uh, catches up with Pat Mahomes Sr. again, and it's part two of smoking that pack. Hey, it was Joe Burrow last week. It's Philly this week. Philly it's just this, and I want people to understand too. When, when we're saying like he's a black man, like it, yes, there's different levels and mm. all that. But what we're just saying is like, just culturally, like that dude feels like one of my uncles that I'm kicking it with. Like he doesn't. It's not super. It's just he's so he's him. Yeah, it feels him. Him. it's something comforting about his everything he's doing and the pep that he had in his step. You knew he had the weed in his car. He knew that he had the wraps, and it, he, like it was yes. going down. Like he, he knew where he, he was going. He had a plan. He knew what the deal was. And he didn't sugarcoat it this time. He said the Philly blunts. The Philly blunts. <laughs> I yeah, right, right. Play there was with no tiptoeing yes. this time. He said it's Philly blunts. You and know then, what's inside there. And then today, he's going to be out in front of your house fixing your carburetor. Yeah, yeah, like, like that's straight a, up, <laughs> straight up, reliable. You can count on him. It's going to be at a price that you can afford. Yeah. And it's going, you know what? If you have a problem, hit him back up. He'll he's get just, back there. He's just Uncle Pat. I get to it. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and special, uh, specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. May I suggest to Pat, once the uh, the drugs wear off, again, allegedly, the drugs wear off and he feels the complete pain of that high ankle that he re-injured last night, maybe a trip to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Come on, should be the, uh, should be the move there for Pat Mahomes. Come on down. Uh, what was the most memorable moment from last night's game? What was the most lame? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. Let's go to Ernesto and Boynton. What's going on, Ernie? Hello, boys. Uh, yes, this is now the post-Super Bowl special we are having. And, uh, <laughs> yes, let's just say that my predictions work in reverse. So when I say a prediction, please understand that my predictions is for the reverse. So remember when I said yes on Friday, it will be interceptions that will be costing, and I put it on Holmes. Remember that, right? Yep. Yep. Well, I did, I did it to reverse the curse. So Thank it went, you. It worked. Uh, Thank you. Dude, that's how it works. If you go back, it's that's always how it works. So when I pick somebody, don't believe I'm picking them because of good. It's because of evil. Okay, Thank you. so I appreciate you. All right, <laughs> yeah, no problem. And then uh, that was another disappointment. You cried over seven months of fandom. Yeah, man. Theo, really? He's an emotional Come man. On. Come on, man. It's just one tear out the left uh, eye. One tear out the left eye. I was holding right, back right, while the ladies I was mean, in the room. I would, uh, I would tear too if I was a Philly defensive man that. Supposedly are the best and allowed how many sacks? How many did they get? Zero. Zero. On a man that was hobbled. A hobbled man with, did not even get touched by the defensive that was so touted as being the best. 
And what happened? Zero. Zero. So, hey, I don't want to talk about these Phoenix fans enough. Um, I have a highlight, though. Can I talk about this highlight real quick? And it might be off topic. Ken, it might be down your road, but you, you'll be in the same shoe as me. But my daughter did well this week in her swim competition in the NE10s this, this weekend. I'm proud of her. Great job, Zaire, and awesome. great job to the Pace University swimmers, the settlers. Hell Thank yeah. you, guys. Congrats. Awesome. Congrats, Ernesto. We're all champions, baby. That. Absolutely. Absolutely. And can I say something? Ernesto DM me after the Super Bowl win. The only fan and listener to DM me after the win and congratulate me. So I appreciate Ernesto. That's my dog. Ernesto, what a stand-up gentleman. By the way, I'm getting a lot of pushback here on social media. Yo, why are you making fun of Nick Sirianni? <laughs> I, I did instant. I mean, I, I it's backlashed not, you as well it's instantly. Not, yeah, and Stone Stone went at me. It's not my cup of tea to 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 cry during the anthem. I don't. It just it doesn't do anything for me. It like, has nothing I, to do with I, crying during the national I, anthem. I have plenty of American pride. I'm as patriotic as they come. But the national anthem just doesn't do. There are certain songs or certain things that do it for me. Well, I've cried at silly things. I'm a crier. Yeah. I'll admit, I'm a crier. When the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, nobody remembers that I do. I had tears streaming down my face. I was hugging people, crying, yeah. weeping. All right? Like, I've been there. I've been there. I cry at weird things. Listening back to, to great sports moments or watching sports. But like 2005 Illinois basketball, when they went to the Final Four, I'll watch the final highlights of their overtime win over Arizona in the Elite Eight. That'll bring me to tears, yeah. all right? So it's not like I'm in this emotionless, um, uh, you know, this this... This completely empty soul. It has nothing to do with the national empty anthem. empty husk. It has, just, it, it, of course it doesn't. It's just the the imagery of it. Like, when you see it, it just was like, what is this? What's going on But here? also, Nick Sirianni is insane. It was a little jarring. I, I mean, He's also should, insane. I don't even know why it's the take that either of you guys have right now. I, I don't like, care. It, to be honest, in, it's just not a take because I don't care. In the moment, like, he just clearly, as a human being does, let the emotions take over. Yeah. Like, he realized where his feet were. Like, Holy mother of bleep. I'm in a Super Bowl. I was coaching running backs at Hoosier Daddy College eight years ago. Look where I'm at now, Mom. I did it. Right? Hey, I mean, I'm oh, happy for him. You shout out somebody who's... You know, your, your emotions were, it has nothing to do about the freaking Chris Stapleton, which was awesome was and, and, and flawless. It was fine. I've I wish he would have did Tennessee whiskey. I might have teared up if he did that one. Yeah, you love that song. I, I, I've, I've, just, I've heard oh. better. I've heard better. But he was fine. He was, For a country artist, he did just fine. Yeah. Uh, what was your most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? What was the most lame? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. John in Jensen. Hello, John. What's up, guys? Hey, I'm calling to bask in my uh, bold prediction, but it also coincides with your question. Yep. The lamest and the most memorable, and for me, maybe the most underrated, was Jarek McKinnon passing up a Super Bowl touchdown. Thank you. To not get the score over the seventy-five for the record. <laughs> so John, John on Friday called in, and Stone and I we entertained it, and we thought, oh, that's fun. But John straight up said, "My bowl prediction: this will be the highest scoring Super Bowl of all time." And he came what four points short? Four points short of wow. it. And Jared McKinnon doesn't slide down at the one. Taking a knee yep. short of hitting plus eleven hundred. By the way, if you uh, decided to take me up on that advice, uh, bro, I'm telling you. So John, this is no joke. I texted Stone uh, midway through the fourth quarter, and I'm like, dude, this is shaping up to be what John said on Friday on the show, highest scoring Super Bowl ever. Like You you nearly damn near nailed that. That is phenomenal. Yeah, so so my, my, and in all seriousness, my most memorable moment of that Super Bowl was right before halftime when Mahomes comes up limping 
and my sphincter puckers up <laughs> because I am exposed in every way you can imagine to Kansas City and over in that game. Yeah. And if he doesn't come out at half at the second half, man, I, I, I'm not calling you guys today. You're probably reading about a guy that jumped off the bridge. You know what I mean? <laughs> Someone's in the intercoastal. Appreciate you, John. Thank you. Yeah, I was all set to see a Chad Henney Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Chad Henney Super Bowl quarterback was almost activated last night. It was also something we brought up on Friday's show that uh, the line for over two and a half guys to attempt to pass was even money. So yeah. Chad Henney almost threw himself a pass and, and, and cashed that one over an epic. You were also nervous. I would have liked Chad Henney's odds in, in overtime. What, you had one drive for the rest of your life? This and, is true. And it would have sent him out on top because he announced he his retirement after right yeah. after. So yeah. I would have had full faith in Mr. Henney. And, and him just being there is a good safety blanket. Like, I wasn't like, I didn't think we were out of it if Mahomes wasn't there, but you don't want that. Nobody wants well, nobody, that. Well, nobody wants Chad Henney yeah. the quarterback for this <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I will up. say this, though. As a Dolphins fan, I've never seen a more electrifying pass. This is even two-a-days. A more electrifying pass in in the last 20 years of Dolphins football than Chad Henney to Ted Ginn Monday night against the Jets uh, back in 2009. All right? I, I promise you that. that was the most electric Dolphins quarterback play, the most electric Dolphins throw in the last 20 years. 888-760-3776. Random Dolphins shout-out today. I'm just grasping at something because I have no football <laughs> glory to bask in. 888-760-3776. Andre in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Andre? What's up, guys? Um, <laughs> that's funny because uh, Parcells member drafted Jake Long first overall, and then we took Henny in the second round. That's right. Dolphins fans, that Dolphins fans would know that, and <laughs> passed up Matt Ryan. Uh huh. So, yeah. Hey, no big deal. It's not like he uh, hey, won an MVP hey, later in his career. Hey, Andre, what'd you think of that Chad Henny to Ted Ginn pass, though? I remember that. It was a bomb. Nice. It was, it was, it was like a drafted a punt returner. <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. See, Andre and I are on the same page. Don't try and catch him off guard, Stone. What do you got, Andre? I remember that. That was a that was a that was a, that was the peak. That was the peak yeah, of that and team. I, that game was... ended with a Ronnie Brown hey, touchdown. Hey. That was the go ahead hey, score guys, in that guys. game. Yeah. The Super Bowl was last oh, night. Yeah, that's right, right. Let's uh, stick to the we're topic going, here. We're going like week eight. This was like week four, 2009. Andre, Dolphins, what's up? Jets. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's restart this. Andre in West Palm here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Andre? Yeah, here we go, guys. All right, so real quick, um, funny memes on uh, Sirianni. Uh, him crying is, uh, this is when he reads the NFL scripts for Super Bowl 15. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, that was a good one. He's like, damn, this is going to uh, hurt. Also, I work, I work at West Palm. No Philly fans are at the office today. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure. To make, uh, I'm sure. Make a point. Um, lamest part of – halftime obviously gets brought up all the time within work conversations, cooler talk. Um, all of the lights, when Rihanna was doing all of the lights, we were like, is Kanye coming out? Yeah. Would the NFL do that? Oh, that would have been like that would have been bad bleep cool. insane if all of a sudden Kanye comes out. There would be some damage yeah. control today for sure. Also with the marshmallow <laughs> men dancing, like that's so Kanye too. Oh, for, so, yeah, it, it felt like with the marshmallow yes. men dancing, that Kanye <laughs> might have been on his way out for sure. And, and we were thinking, who's coming? Jay Z, Drake, someone. Remember last year we had Fifty Cent, you know, like you know, with a, a bunch of people. So um, she did a great performance. Aside from that, most memorable moment, honestly, the Eagles' goal line or short yardage formation yeah, worked 69% of the time. 
every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works every time. They are it's so great. good. They are so so good. That 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 jumbo formation where they just pack up the line, short yardage, and Jalen Hurts is just sneaking through cracks in the O line and appreciate the call. They're automatic. They are absolutely automatic. They called the bush push. And I think that stat was being shown last night. I think there's 36 of their 40 fourth and one attempts throughout the season, which I don't think will ever be broken. I'm no. sure it's some sort of record. That has to be. You hey, need to so show. Theo came in this morning when we're prepping for the show and said, hey, do you think they're ever going to ban that QB? I'm like, no. I you don't ban that QB. You think it's impossible, but it is worth banning. Uh, it's so good. Well, I think they are. I would be shocked if next year it's allowed to have the quarterback pushed in the back. In a short yardage situation, but, I think uh, that will be. I think that will be a five yard penalty or a ten yard penalty next year. So it's banned in certain levels of football. I don't think they ban it in the NFL. I I have a feeling it's coming up, and it, I have a feeling next year it's put into place. Also, would it even matter because Jalen Hurts is so no, strong? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. That's <laughs> he gets the thing. There anyway. It doesn't matter. Look at the two point conversion. He didn't need anybody pushing him oh in the back. God. That dude is a tank. That two point conversion is was a legacy moment for Hurts, especially if they win the Super He's Bowl. That was tank. amazing that he scored that on linebackers. Those weren't. D-backs that he bought through to get oh, wait, that. Are we sure it's okay to talk about it didn't happen in the first half? <laughs> Anthony in West Palm here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Anth? What's going on, family? Um, there's a few things, so I'll be quick. <clears throat> Number one, the rugby formation is cool. But they missed the helmet-to-helmet call with uh, Chris, Jones. His name. Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris, oh, Jones yeah, was Chris Jones. That was a blatant yep. That was a blatant helmet-to-helmet call. Uh, I coach high school football. We we got put out of the playoffs on a call like that. So I I jumped up and said, oh, my God, helmet-to-helmet, 15. But they didn't call it. It was obvious. Um, the most memorable things, and this is the high school show, a lot of the things that the Eagles and the Chiefs did were very high school-type formation and plays. So, for example, some of those key plays that Jalen Hurts are, 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 are uh, running – He's deciding to attack one of the two outside linebackers. So when one doesn't shows up, he just switches and goes the opposite side because he has to be uh, a guy. High school play like that. Those athletes that we have, especially here in South Florida, we play a lot of football like that. The other side, Kansas City came back with a lot of wing T stuff that we see again in high school. So it was just just a cool reference point. A lot of those. So that TD late in the in the uh, game where they went with that underneath give uh, play when McKinnon came down and made that block. Yeah, that is like prototypical 2005 Palm Beach Gardens. Emmanuel mm. Cook. They're about to beat you, and there's nothing you can do. Little Kevin Flurry action. I like that. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. And man. I went to Palm Beach Lake, so Kevin Flurry. You know he. You know he. They. They. They got us. But again, <laughs> it was cool to see one. Um, it's amazing football, but again, being from South Florida, we really saw a lot of our style of football in that game. Anthony, I think that's a great observation. Great I love that. And speaking of Kansas City and that wing T, I mean, you had a, a first down run on third and short. Pacheco is playing as a fullback yep. and comes across to take an inside give I and then it runs McKinnon. through. Was it McKinnon? I think it was McKinnon. Runs through left guard. Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, that, that, was, that was one of my favorite plays. It was yeah. just like the ETN yeah. run that. The, that Doug Peterson but think called about it, McKinnon, McKinnon's not exactly the biggest dude, and he's lining up as a fullback in that in in, uh, in that formation. Yeah. I love that. H- hiding behind the O-line, the give you can barely see, and then once you do see it, he has two guards 
Yeah. Just a convoy of guards right. pushing him down. It was amazing. I mean, Stone, you could speak to it. You're, for, I mean, for sure, I was going to say shout out to Anthony coming in with some of the, but a little bit of recency bias, right? The RPO game is more college and pro level than it is at the high school level, but he brought up a lot of good points. And I, but I think the, the game, motions and the formations are very similar. Yeah, the game's almost regressing, and you like to throw around the quote, you know, football's not hard, and I, I think that's what NFL coaches are realizing now. Yeah. Like, it's a numbers game. Keep it simple, man. Like, you can put Jarek McKinnon wherever you want to. If we have nine on eight, like, we're going to run this play because mm-hmm. we have the numbers. Analytics, it's all the above, so that was an awesome call from Anthony. Jalen Hurts, is he not exactly what people want from Josh Allen, outside of the big arm, the decision making, hmm. him not playing outside of himself and always feeling like he's not doing the right things. thing. That's, I'm I not mean, saying I'm not it's saying a, it's, he's, it's a little disrespectful because I think I'm Josh Allen has his, mo- so many I mistakes. You, the mistakes, sure, but Josh, there's more asked of Josh Allen than there is of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, for instance, what Anthony brought up, yeah. is hot off of a certain guy, so he has one guy to read. It exactly. comes through his head, it comes through his headset. Say, hey, bud, we're hot off of 37. Yes. So then he has, let's say, he has a slant back door, or he has a chance to give that inside zone. So he's hot off of 37. They're expecting Josh Allen because he's capable of doing it. You're all hot off of 37, and if he moves to the middle of the field, we're going to take that shot down the field. So Jalen Hurts has one, two I options. Think you're Josh missing Allen has what I'm five. Saying. You're missing what I'm saying. You missed exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying Hurts is better than Allen. What I said was, <laughs> what I'm saying oh is, Allen hurts himself because they give him so many options. Because they, is it maybe too much for Allen, and maybe should they? Simple it down a little bit. I love Not it. saying that Hurts can't handle what Allen is doing or Allen can't handle what Hurts is doing. Allen has hurt himself so many different times, and he could be just the amount of wrecking ball that Jalen Hurts can be, and he has a bigger arm. Maybe they should take a, a, a little play out of this book and do what they did for Hurts because Hurts looked amazing. Ken Dorsey, Ken Dorsey, like Anthony said, I just want you to watch film from 2005 Palm Beach Garden yes. State Champions. <laughs> going to change Josh Allen's career in the trajectory of <laughs> Buffalo Bills football, okay? Uh, what was your most memorable and your most lame moment from last night's Super Bowl? We haven't even gotten to Theo's most lame moment. We haven't heard a damn thing from Stone about this. That's my bad. We're going to we're gonna keep go, keep riding this Theo Dorsey Chiefs championship train Ooh. here on post-Super Bowl Monday. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. How are they handling things? in Philadelphia? Well, we'll give you an indication from NBC Sports Philadelphia when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. All right, here's my bold prediction. Uh Uh-oh. The Eagles win by three scores. Three scores. The Eagles win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs by three scores on Sunday. Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Not good from your boy. (laughs) I said that three whole days ago. And boy, was I wrong. In fact, it's an Eagles loss, 38-35. I will say, in my defense, things were trending in that direction at 14 to 7 Philadelphia and the Eagles are driving and then Jalen Hurts just drops the football kicks it backwards scooped up by the by the Chiefs touchdown and that changed the entire complexion of the game and the Eagles still went to the locker room up 10 after over 10 minutes of a time of possession advantage yeah but then Mahomes Mahomes and the Chiefs chiefed 
you know, I, I think we're putting a lot of stock in the 14-7 score. And I think at one point we had 21-14 with the Eagles had the ball. And that was also when Patrick Mahomes went limping out of the yeah. game. So they're up 21-14 with the ball, driving, ended up kicking a field goal there. But that could have very well been a 14-point yes. lead with a hurt Patrick Mahomes. So I think that's the point where... Theo's downing That's, tequila shots and trying to forget about what's about to happen. Yeah, that and was then, the point I was just ghosting us for like 90 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I was most worried. But you know, somebody did text me during that moment in, in a guy that's going to be speaking on these airwaves in about a few hours here. And he said something about, oh, not looking good. And you know what? I responded back to Josh Cohen, who you mm-hmm. can catch on Josh Cohen in the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina Ford to six. That's right. I told him, Jordan moment. Don't worry. And it happened. I wasn't confident when I said it, but I just had, I wasn't going to let him troll me. It's so funny. Even in his lowest moments, Theo (laughs) finds a way to be as smooth as he possibly can. Just rising like a phoenix. Right. Absolutely. Reeking of reeking of vodka and rising like a phoenix. Oh Wait, what God. were you drinking last tequila night? Oh, tequila and champagne. Oh, I was let's Jesus, just say, dude, how are you feeling today? I was wavy, man. I was I was. Is that why you're wearing sunglasses right yes. now? Okay. Yes, yes. I'm not gonna take these sunglasses off till I get to the comfort of my home. <laughs> All right, Pat Mahomes Senior. They're just hanging a little low. That's right. I'm hanging a little low. You know, I'm, I'm wavy, just like me. Pat Mahomes Senior. and Mahomes were uh, off that Philly pack. We're off uh, <laughs> off feeling some things yesterday. <laughs> Uh, what was your most memorable <laughs> moment from last night's game? Mine was the two touchdowns with no eagle within 15 yards and the goal to go is for the Chiefs. It just just brilliant play calls. Uh, Theo's was the Pat Mahomes scramble mm. for a first down that really got the Chiefs into winning position late in the fourth quarter. My most lame moment last night is while Rihanna was fine. Like, she was good. She was good. She's really, really good. She, she doesn't know how to not be good, but... Best performance ever. Transcendent. No, it it wasn't. And and to me, I'm not going to sit here and give Bronny points for a pregnancy performance. And Uh-oh. I'll explain why later on in the second hour. I'm just. I'm not going to do it. You're I'm treading not, dangerous water not, right now. I'm not. Yeah. If you thought I'm my Sirianni crying yeah. during the anthem take was good, just wait till you hear this. Okay. This first hour is crazy. Uh, what, what was your? <laughs> Kevin lost his mind. Yes. What is um? What was your lamest moment from last night? One hundred percent. To me, the lamest moment from last night was all of the crying about the flag. Not the flag itself, but all of the crying and the blaming about the flag from fans. I think it just is getting tired because we can, you can point to two or three of these things every single game. And then for after the game, James Bradbury to admit, yes, I hold him, I held him and pulled jersey. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they'd let it slide. Yes. That was the exact quote. Like, it's a penalty. So, like, I just, again... I get blaming the refs. It's a good fallback, whatever. It's a nice coping mechanism. But, like, all of the crying about that, it just gets a little old. Like well, The best crying happened on NBC Sports Philadelphia <laughs> last night. I present to you Michael Barkan. This was the NBC Sports Philadelphia post-game show. As you can imagine, it was not a happy occasion. Ron Jaworski also a part of this. But you're about to hear from Michael Barkan. Here was his analysis on local cable television in Philadelphia last night over the defensive holding call. They withstood the injury of Jalen Hurts, and then they get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepard's team with a call. I mean, utter complete is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways. And you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl. And that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. But then James Bradbury 
he, he comes out, and we've got that, right? Of course. Here's, here's what James Bradbury had to say, <laughs> uh, the man who was called for the defensive holding. When asked about whether or not that was actually a, uh, a penalty, here's, here's James Bradbury. Hold on it enough for that call. Mm. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was, it was a hold, so they called it. How hard? I mean, it was a hold. They called it. He right. said it. He said it. Now, do I agree that it should have been called? Not necessarily. I thought that it was weak, all things considered, especially in that moment. I think at any time of the game, there'll be a weak defensive holding call. But did he admit he grabbed Jersey? Sure. So I can't I can't overly argue with it. I think the part of it for me is like You're a Chiefs fan? Yeah, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just keep it simple. But but I mean, D Ford was was in the neutral zone huh. in that AFC championship against the Patriots. Was it did it affect the play? No. Did they call it? Yes. And did it give Brady a chance at the get going to the Super Bowl? Yes. It happens. If you cr- this is why I'm so happy that the Chiefs were disciplined. Yeah. Don't make the bad play or commit a penalty and then get mad at the refs for throwing a flag. I kind of love though <clears> D <throat> Ford. <clears throat> D Ford, yeah. Theo, Theo is going back to when he wasn't a Chiefs fan to defend the Chiefs today. <laughs> that's still, still that's good, bold, next level. Them, that is next level right there. Uh, Jonathan in West Palm is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I thought the worst play and the saddest part was that last minute hail make, like that, that hail mary <laughs> that wasn't uh, by Jalen Hurts. What was it that? It was such a terrible throw. Yeah, it, oh jo- my God, Jonathan, I'm glad. I had tweeted at KLV 106.3 right before the play, just don't run the Cowboys play, like we saw at the end of the divisional round against the 49ers. And then Jalen Hurts, he steps back he, he, like an eight-step drop. Then he winds up as as hard as he possibly can. And then he throws it to nobody, a duck, at like the 30-yard line. What was that? That was tough. It was a dud. Man. It was a dud. That was, it was a complete dud. <laughs> yeah, that was so rough and so anticlimactic. I thought and appreciate the call. Jalen Hurts has has an arm. Did he – Stone, you're, you're, you're a former college quarterback. Uh-oh. Does he – did he just did he just misthrow that, or was somebody supposed to be there, or was it just, oh crap, I've got nowhere to go with it, so I'm just going to throw it to the middle of the field because it looked like he almost tried to throw it as far as he could, but he like short armed it. So obviously it's happened to me before. Um, so I, I try to done that. I try to defend him like I defend myself in that situation. A few things you could overstride, which means you have no plane to throw from, so you're basically at five foot four trying to throw a Hail Mary, right? It's that you get a crow hop, a crow hop, and all of a sudden your feet are four or five yards apart. Oh, and so that, you're off balance. Oh. You're just way off balance. Two, the gosh darn thing slipped out of his hands. I mean, you could. He, yeah. he doesn't have the distance anyway, so it was a dream. So he tried to put God's strength into his arm and, and do it. And he ended up playing. And God yeah. was like, hey, man, we, we don't do this. We've like, all tried to throw a football too hard, and yeah. it just does crazy things. And that so, might have been what happened So there. that's exactly what you saw there. Yeah. It felt a little bad for him. Yeah. Don't know why they didn't go with the hook and ladder or a little backyard yeah. BS, flip it around, right, try to they make said, something hey, happen. Jalen Hurts, you're not capable of throwing it 70 yards, but please throw it 70 yeah. yards. Yeah, I, I would imagine Pull that's what Josh came down Allen. the headset. Good luck, buddy. Like, I mean, yeah. got this thing. Godspeed. I I do feel bad for him because then, but but that I was, I had a feeling that's what happened, but Stone, and Stone's big enough to admit, and this man won a playoff game in college football. Like that happens sometimes, right? Oh, yes. Your most memorable moment, your most lame moment from the Super Bowl, 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Hour two coming your way. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. 
It's Philly this week. Philly now, back to Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. That, the blackest man in America, Pat Mahomes Sr. Pat Mahomes Sr. <laughs> that is a brother. Oh, man. He's he a is, brother. I I am enamored with him. He is just... he, <sighs> The voice, the swagger, just the, the sharpness. It's, and, and it's funny, man. And you said last week, he's black, black. I didn't know. I knew he was black. I didn't know he was a, you know, because it's it's different. You know, we're not a monolith. Black folk are not a monolith. And there's levels to this whole there, thing. There's levels to this. And Patrick Mahomes Sr., a baseball player. That's what that's what really kind of threw it off for me, too. Like, he's Patrick Mahomes Sr., the baseball player. So he's the, the father of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And he's a baseball player. I'm just like, what are we going to get? And we got every bit of it. Thank you, Aaron Ladd, for continuing this series of Post-game Patrick Mahomes Sr.'s comments. We need it every year now. Aaron Ladd, reporter in Kansas City. Yeah. He's the one who got the now famous smoking that Burrow pack uh, <laughs> audio after the AFC title game. And let's hear that one more time. Let's hear that one more time. This is walking through the tunnel last night at State Farm Stadium. Aaron Ladd uh, catches up with Pat Mahomes Sr. again. And it's part two of smoking that pack. Hey, it was Joe Burrow last week. It's Philly this week. Philly it's just this, and I want people to understand too. When when we're saying like he's a black man, like it, yes, there's different levels and mm. all that. But what we're just saying is like, just culturally, like that dude feels like one of my uncles that I'm kicking it with. Like he doesn't. It's not super. It's just he's so he's him. Yeah, it feels him. It. It's something comforting about his everything he's doing and the pep that he had in his step. You knew he had the weed in his car. He knew that he had the wraps, and it, 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 like it was yes. going down. Like he, he knew where he, he was going. He had a plan. He knew what the deal was. And he didn't sugarcoat it this time. He said the Philly blunts. The Philly blunts. <laughs> I yeah, ain't right, right. Play there was with no tiptoeing yes. this time. He said it's Philly blunts. You and know then, what's inside there. And then today, he's going to be out in front of your house fixing your carburetor. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that's straight a, up, <laughs> straight up, reliable. You can count on him. It's going to be at a price that you can afford. Yeah. And it's going. You know what? If you have a problem, hit him back up. He'll he's get just, back there. He's just Uncle Pat. I get to it. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and special, uh, specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. May I suggest to Pat, once the uh, the drugs wear off, again, allegedly, the drugs wear off and he feels the complete pain of that high ankle that he re-injured last night, maybe a trip to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Come on, should be the, uh, should be the move there for Pat Mahomes. Come on down. Uh, what was the most memorable moment from last night's game? What was the most lame? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. Let's go to Ernesto and Boynton. What's going on, Ernie? Hello, boys. Uh, yes, this is now the post-Super Bowl special we are having. And, uh, <laughs> yes, let's just say that my predictions work in reverse. So when I say a prediction, please understand that my predictions is for the reverse. So remember when I said yes on Friday, it will be interceptions that will be costing, and I put it on homes. Remember that, right? Yep. Yep. Well, I did I did it to reverse the curse. So Thank wait, you. It worked. Uh, Thank you. 
Dude, that's how it works. If you go back, it's that's always how it works. So when I pick somebody, don't believe I'm picking them because of good. It's because of evil. Okay, Thank you. so I appreciate you. All right, <laughs> yeah, no problem. And then uh, that was another disappointment. You cried over seven months of fandom. Yeah, man. Theo, really? He's an emotional Come man. On. Come on, man. It's just one tear out the left uh, eye. One tear out the left eye. I was right, holding right, back right, while right. the ladies I was mean, in the room. I would, uh, I would tear too if I was a Philly defensive man that supposedly are the best and allowed how many sacks how many did they get zero on a yeah. man that was hobbled a hobbled man with he did not even get touched by the defensive though so touted as being the best and what happened zero zero sorry i don't want to talk about these speedy fans enough um i have a highlight though can i talk about this highlight real quick and it might be off topic ken it might be down your road but you, you'll be in the same shoe as me. But my daughter did well this week in her swim competition in the NE10s this, this weekend. I'm proud of her. Great job, Zaire. And awesome. great job to the Pace University swimmers, the settlers. Hell Thank yeah. you, guys. Congrats. Awesome. Congrats, Ernesto. We're all champions, baby. That. Absolutely. Absolutely. And can I say something? Ernesto DM me after the Super Bowl win. The only fan and listener to DM me after the win and congratulate me. So I appreciate Ernesto. That's my dog. Ernesto, what a stand-up gentleman. By the way, I'm getting a lot of pushback here on social media. Yo, why are you making fun of Nick Sirianni? <laughs> I did instantly. I mean, I, I it's backlashed not, you as well it's instantly. Not, yeah, and Stone Stone went at me. It's not my cup of tea to 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 cry during the anthem. I don't know. It just it doesn't do anything for me. It's like, nothing I, to do with I, crying during the national I, anthem. I have plenty of American pride. I'm as patriotic as they come. But the national anthem just doesn't do. There are certain songs or certain things that do it for me. Well, I've cried at silly things. I'm a crier. Yeah. I'll admit, I'm a crier. When the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, nobody remembers that I do. I had tears streaming down my face. I was hugging people, crying, yeah. weeping. All right? Like, I've been there. I've been there. I cry at weird things. Listening back to, to great sports moments or watching sports. But like 2005 Illinois basketball, when they went to the Final Four, I'll watch the final highlights of their overtime win over Arizona in the Elite Eight. That'll bring me to tears, yeah. all right? So it's not like I'm in this emotionless, um, uh, you know, this this... This completely empty soul. It has nothing to do with the national empty anthem. empty husk. It well, just, it, 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 of course it doesn't. It's just the the imagery of it. Like, when you see it, it just was like, what is this? What's going on But here? also, Nick Sirianni is insane. It was a little jarring. I, I mean, He's also should, insane. I don't even know why this is the take that either of you guys have right now. I don't so. care. It, to be honest with you, it's not a take because I don't care. In the moment, like, he just clearly, as a human being does, let the emotions take over. Yeah. Like, he realized where his feet were. Like, Holy mother of bleep. I'm in a Super Bowl. I was coaching running backs at Who's Your Daddy College eight years ago. Look where I'm at now, Mom. I did it. Right? Hey, I mean, I'm oh, happy for him. You, you shout out somebody who's... Good you for know, him. Your, your emotions were... It has nothing to do about the freaking Chris Stapleton, which was awesome it was and, fine. And, and flawless. It was fine. I've I wish he would have did Tennessee Whiskey. I might have teared up if he did that one. Yeah, you love that song. I, I, I've, I've, just, I've heard oh. better. I've heard better. But he was fine. He was, For a country artist, he did just fine. Yeah. Uh, what was your most memorable moment from last night's Super Bowl? What was the most lame? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. John in Jensen. Hello, John. What's up, guys? Hey, I'm calling a bask in my uh, bold prediction, but it also coincides with your question. Yep. The lamest and the most memorable, and for me, maybe the most underrated, was Jarek McKinnon passing up a Super Bowl touchdown. Thank you. To not get the score over the 75 for the record. <laughs> so, John, John on Friday called in, and Stone and I, we entertained it, and we thought, oh, that's fun. But John straight up said, my bowl prediction, this will be the highest scoring Super Bowl of all time. And he came, what, four points short? 
four points short of wow. it. And Jared McKinnon doesn't slide down at the one. Jared McKinnon taking a knee yep. short of hitting. Plus 1,100, by the way, if you uh, decided to pick me up on that advice. Uh, wow. Bro, I'm telling you. So, John, this is no joke. I texted Stone uh, midway through the fourth quarter, and I'm like, dude, this is shaping up to be what John said on Friday on the show, highest scoring Super Bowl ever. Like you, you nearly damn near nailed that. That is phenomenal. Yeah, so, so my, my and in all seriousness, my most memorable moment of that Super Bowl was right before halftime when Mahomes comes up limping. And my sphincter puckers up because I am exposed in every way you can imagine to Kansas City and over in that game. Yeah. And if he doesn't come out at half at the second half, man, I, I, I'm not calling you guys today. You're probably reading about a guy that jumped off the bridge. You know what I mean? <laughs> Someone's in the intracoastal. Appreciate you, John. Thank you. Yeah, I was all set to see a Chad Henney Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Chad Henney Super Bowl quarterback was almost activated last night. It was also something we brought up on Friday's show that uh, the line for over two and a half guys to attempt to pass was even money. So yeah. Chad Henney almost threw himself a pass and, and, and cashed that one over to Epic. You were also nervous. I, I would have liked Chad Henney's odds in, in overtime. What, you had one drive for the rest of your life? This and, is true. And it would have sent him out on top because he announced he his retirement after game, right yeah. after. So yeah. I would have had full faith in Mr. Henny. And, and him just being there is a good safety blanket. Like, I wasn't like, I didn't think we were out of it if Mahomes wasn't there, but you don't want that. Nobody wants well, nobody, that. Well, nobody wants Chad Henny yeah. the quarterback for this <laughs> in the reason. Super Bowl. I will coach. say this, though. As a Dolphins fan, I've never seen a more electrifying pass. This is even two-a-days. A more electrifying pass in, in the last... 20 years of Dolphins football than Chad Henney to Ted Ginn Monday night against the Jets uh, back in 2009. All right. I, I promise you that. that was the most electric Dolphins quarterback play, the most electric Dolphins throw in the last 20 years. 888-760-3776. Random Dolphins shout out today. I'm just grasping at something because I have no football <laughs> glory to bask in. 888-760-3776. Andre in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Andre? What's up, guys? Um, <laughs> that's funny because uh, Parcells member drafted Jake Long first overall, and then we took Henny in the second round. That's right. Dolphins fans, that Dolphins fans would know that, and <laughs> passed up Matt Ryan. Uh huh. So, yeah. Hey, no big deal. It's not like he uh, hey, won an MVP hey, later in his career. Hey, Andre, what'd you think of that Chad Henny to Ted Ginn pass, though? I remember that. It was a bomb. Nice. It was, it was, it was a bomb. drafted a punt returner. <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. See, Andre and I are on the same page. Don't try and catch him off guard, Stone. What do you got, Andre? I remember that. That was a that was a that was a, that was the peak. That was the peak yeah, of that and team. I, that was, game ended with a Ronnie hey, Brown touchdown. Hey, that was the go-ahead hey, score guys, in that guys. game. Yeah. The Super Bowl was last oh, night. Yeah, that's right, right. Let's uh, stick to the we're topic going, here. We're going like week eight. This was like week four, 2009. Andre, Dolphins what's up? Jets. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's restart this. Andre in West Palm here on Ken LeVica Live. What's up, Andre? Yeah, here we go, guys. All right, so real quick, um, funny memes on uh, Sirianni. Uh, him crying is uh, this is when he reads the NFL scripts for Super Bowl 50. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, that was a good one. He's like, damn, this is going to uh, hurt. Also, I work, I work at West Palm. No Philly fans are at the office today. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure. To make, uh, I'm sure. Make a point. Um, lamest part of – halftime obviously gets brought up all the time within work conversations, cooler talk. Um, all of the lights, when Rihanna was doing all of the lights, we were like, is Kanye coming out? Yeah. 
Would the NFL do that? Oh, that would have been like that would have been bat bleep insane. If all of a sudden Kanye comes out, there would be some damage yeah. control today for sure. Also with the marshmallow <laughs> men dancing, like that's so Kanye too. Oh, for, so, yeah, it, it felt like with the marshmallow yes. men dancing that Kanye <laughs> might have been on his way out for sure. And, and we were thinking, who's coming? Jay Z, Drake, someone. Remember last year we had Fifty Cent, you know, like you know, with a, a bunch of people. So um, she did a great performance. Aside from that, most memorable moment, honestly, the Eagles' goal line or short yardage formation yeah, worked 69% of the time, every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked every time. They are so great. good. They are so, so good. That, that, that jumbo formation where they just pack up the line, short yardage, and Jalen Hurts is just sneaking through cracks in the O-line and appreciate the call. They're automatic. They are absolutely automatic. They called the bush push. And I think that stat was being shown last night. I think there's 36 of their 40 fourth and one attempts throughout the season, which I don't think will ever be broken. I'm no. sure it's some sort of record. That has to be. You need yeah, to so Theo came in this morning when we're prepping for the show and said, hey, do you think they're ever going to ban that QB? I'm like, no, I you don't not. ban that QB. I think it's impossible, but it is worth banning. Uh, it's so good. Well, I think they are. I would be shocked if next year it's allowed to have the quarterback pushed in the back. In a short yardage situation, but, I think uh, that will be. I think that will be a five yard penalty or a ten yard penalty next year. So it's banned in certain levels of football. I don't think they ban it in the NFL. I I have a feeling it's coming up, and it, I have a feeling next year it's put into place. Also, would it even matter because Jalen Hurts is so no, strong? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. That's <laughs> he gets the thing. There anyway. It doesn't matter. Look at the two point conversion. He didn't need anybody pushing him oh in the back. God. That dude is a tank. That two point conversion is was a legacy moment for Hurts, especially if they win the Super He's Bowl. That was tank. amazing that he scored that on linebackers. Those weren't. D-backs that he bought through to get oh, wait, that. Are we sure it's okay to talk about it didn't happen in the first half? <laughs> Anthony in West Palm here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Anth? What's going on, family? Um, there's a few things, so I'll be quick. <clears throat> Number one, the rugby formation is cool. But they missed the helmet-to-helmet call with uh, Chris, Jones. His name. Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris, Chris oh, Jones. Oh, yeah, it was Chris Jones. That was a blatant... Yep. That was a blatant helmet-to-helmet call. Uh, I coach high school football. We we got put out of the playoffs on a call like that. So I I jumped up and said, oh, my God, helmet-to-helmet, 15. But they didn't call it. It was obvious. Um, the most memorable things, and this is the high school show, a lot of the things that the Eagles and the Chiefs did were very high school-type formation and plays. So, for example, some of those key plays that Jalen Hurts are, 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 are uh, running – He's deciding to attack one of the two outside linebackers. Okay. So when one doesn't shows up, he just switches and goes the opposite side because he has to be uh, a guy. High school play like that. Those athletes that we have, especially here in South Florida, we play a lot of football like that. The other side, Kansas City came back with a lot of wing T stuff that we see again in high school. So it was just just a cool reference point. A lot of those. So that TD late in the in the uh, game where they went with that underneath give uh, play when McKinnon came down and made that block. Yeah, that is like prototypical 2005 Palm Beach Gardens. Emmanuel mm. Cook, they're about to beat you, and there's nothing you can do. Little Kevin Flurry action. I like that. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. And man. I went to Palm Beach Lake, so Kevin Flurry. You know he. You know he. They. They. They got it. But again, <laughs> it was cool to see one. Um, it's amazing football, but again, being from South Florida, we really saw a lot of our style of football in that game. Anthony, I think that's a great observation. Great I love that. And speaking of Kansas City and that wing T, I mean, you had a, a first down run on third and short. Pacheco is playing as a fullback yep. and comes across 
to take an inside give and then it runs McKinnon. through. Was it McKinnon? I think it was McKinnon. Runs through left guard. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, that, that was that was one of my favorite plays. It was yeah. just like the ETN yeah. run that the that Doug Peterson but think called. About it. McKinnon, McKinnon's not exactly the biggest dude, and he's lining up as a fullback in that in in, uh, in that formation. Yeah. I love that. H- hiding behind the O line, the give you can barely see, and then once you do see it, he has two guards. Yeah, just a convoy of guards right. pushing him down. It was amazing. I mean, still, you could speak to it. You're, for, I mean, for sure. I was gonna say shout out to Anthony coming in with some of the, but a little bit of recency bias, right? The RPO game is more college and pro level than it is at the high school level. But he brought up a lot of good points. And well, I, I think the, the game, motions and the formations are very similar. Yeah, the game's almost regressing. And you like to throw around the quote, you know, football's not hard. And I, I think that's what NFL coaches are realizing now. Yeah. Like it's a numbers game. Keep it simple, man. Like you can put Jerick McKinnon wherever you want to. If we have. Nine on eight, like we're going to run this play because mm-hmm. we have the numbers. Analytics, it's all the above. So that was an awesome call from Anthony. Jalen Hurts, is he not exactly what people want from Josh Allen? Outside of the big arm, the decision making, hmm. him not playing outside of himself and always feeling like he's not doing the right things. thing. That's, I'm, I not mean, say, I'm not it's saying a, it's, he's, it's a little disrespectful because I think I'm Josh Allen disres- has his, mo- so many mistakes. You, the mistakes. Sure, but Josh, there's more asked of Josh Allen than there is of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, for instance, what Anthony brought up, yeah. is hot off of a certain guy. So he has one guy to read. It exactly. comes through his he- it comes through his headset, say, hey, bud, we're hot off of 37. Yes. So then he has, let's say he has a slant back door or he has a chance to give that inside zone. So he's hot off of 37. They're expecting Josh Allen because he's capable of doing it. You're all hot off of 37, and if he moves to the middle of the field, we're going to take that shot down the field. So Jalen Hurts has one, two I options. Think you're Josh missing Allen has what I'm five. Saying. You're missing what I'm saying. You missed exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying Hurts is better than Allen. What I said was, <laughs> what I'm saying oh my is, God. Allen hurts himself because they give him so many options. Because they, is it maybe too much for Allen? And maybe should they simple it down a little bit? I love Not it. saying that Hurts can't handle what Allen is doing or Allen can't handle what Hurts is doing. Allen has hurt himself so many different times, and he could be just the amount of wrecking ball that Jalen Hurts can be, and he has a bigger arm. Maybe they should take a, a, a little play out of this book and do what they did for Hurts because Hurts looked amazing. Ken Dorsey, that. Ken Dorsey, like Anthony said, I just want you to watch film from 2005 Palm Beach Garden yes. State Champions. <laughs> it's going to change Josh Allen's career in the trajectory of <laughs> Buffalo Bills football. Okay, uh, what was your most memorable and your most lame moment from last night's Super Bowl? We haven't even gotten to Theo's most lame moment. We haven't heard a damn thing from Stone about this. That's my bad. We're gonna we're gonna keep go keep riding this Theo Dorsey Chiefs Championship train Ooh. here on Post Super Bowl Monday. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. How are they handling things in Philadelphia? Well, we'll give you an indication from NBC Sports Philadelphia when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. All right, here's my bold prediction. Uh-oh. The Eagles win by three scores. Three scores. The Eagles win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs by three scores on Sunday. Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Not good from your boy. (laughs) I said that three whole days ago. And boy, was I wrong. In fact, it's an Eagles loss, 38-35. I will say, in my defense... Things were trending in that direction at 14 to 7, Philadelphia, and the Eagles are driving. And then 
Jalen Hurts just drops the football, kicks it backwards, scooped up by the by the Chiefs, touchdown, and that changed the entire complexion of the game. And the Eagles still went to the locker room up 10 after over 10 minutes of uh, time of possession advantage. Yeah. But then Mahomes, Mahomes, and the Chiefs chiefed. You know, I I think we're putting a lot of stock in the 14-7 score. And I think at one point we had 21-14 with the Eagles had the ball. And that was also when Patrick Mahomes went limping out of the game. So they're up 21-14 with the ball, driving, ended up kicking a field goal there. But that could have very well been a 14-point lead with a hurt Patrick Mahomes. So I think that's the point where... Theo's downing That's, tequila shots and trying to forget about what's about to happen. Yeah. That and was then, the point I was just most worried. Just ghosting us for like 90 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I was most worried. But you know, somebody did text me during that moment in, in a guy that's going to be speaking on these airwaves in about a few hours here. And he said something about, oh, not looking good. And you know what? I responded back to Josh Cohen, who you mm-hmm. can catch on Josh Cohen in the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina four to six. That's right. I told him, Jordan moment. Don't worry. And it happened. I wasn't confident when I said it, but I just had, I wasn't going to let him troll me. It's so funny. Even in his lowest moments, Theo (laughs) finds a way to be as smooth as he possibly can. Just rising like a phoenix. Right. Absolutely. Reeking of reeking of vodka and rising like a phoenix. Oh Wait, what God. were you drinking last tequila night? Oh, tequila and champagne. Oh, I was let's Jesus, just say, dude, how are you feeling today? I was wavy, man. I was I was. Is that why you're wearing sunglasses right yes. now? Okay. Yes, yes. I'm not gonna take these sunglasses off till I get to the comfort of my home. <laughs> All right, like Pat Mahomes Senior. They're just hanging a little low. That's right. I'm hanging a little low. You know, I'm, I'm wavy, just like me. Pat Mahomes Senior and Mahomes were uh, off that Philly pack. We're off uh, <laughs> all feeling some things yesterday. <laughs> Uh, what was your most memorable <laughs> moment from last night's game? Mine was the two touchdowns with no eagle within 15 yards and the goal to go is for the Chiefs. It just just brilliant play calls. Uh, Theo's was the Pat Mahomes scramble mm. for a first down that really got the Chiefs into winning position late in the fourth quarter. My most lame moment last night is while Rihanna was fine. Like, she was good. She was good. She's really, really good. She, she doesn't know how to not be good. But... Best performance ever. Transcendent. No, it it wasn't. And and to me, I'm not going to sit here and give brownie points for a pregnancy performance. And Uh-oh. I'll explain why later on in the second hour. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. You're I'm treading not, dangerous water not, right now. I'm not. Yeah, if you thought I'm my Sirianni crying yeah. during the anthem take was good, just wait till you hear this, okay? This first hour is crazy. Uh, what, what was your... <laughs> Kenneth lost his mind. Yes. What, is, um, what was your lamest moment from last night? 100%. To me, the lamest moment from last night was all of the crying about the flag. Not the flag itself, but all of the crying and the blaming about the flag from fans. I think it just is getting tired because we can, you can point to two or three of these things every single game. And then for after the game, James Bradbury to admit, yes, I hold him, I held him and pulled jersey. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they'd let it slide. Yes. That was the exact quote. Like, it's a penalty. So, like, I just, again... I get blaming the refs. It's a good fallback, whatever. It's a nice coping mechanism. But, like, all of the crying about that, it just gets a little old. Like well, the best crying happened on NBC Sports Philadelphia <laughs> last night. I present to you Michael Barkan. This was the NBC Sports Philadelphia post-game show. As you can imagine, it was not a happy occasion. Ron Jaworski also a part of this. But you're about to hear from Michael Barkan. Here was his analysis on local cable television in Philadelphia last night over the defensive holding call. They withstood the injury of Jalen Hurts, and then they get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepard's team with a call. I mean, utter, complete 
is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways. And you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl. And that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. But then James Bradbury, he, he comes out. And we've got that, right? Of course. Here's, here's what James Bradbury had to say. <laughs> Uh, the man who was called for the defensive holding, when asked about whether or not that was actually a uh, a penalty, here's here's James Bradbury. Mm, I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. I mean, it was a hold. They called it. He right. said it. He said it. Now, do I agree that it should have been called? Not necessarily. I thought that it was weak, all things considered, especially in that moment. I think at any time of the game, there'll be a weak defensive holding call. But did he admit he grabbed Jersey? Sure. So I can't I can't overly argue with it. I think the part of it for me is like... You're a Chiefs fan? Yeah, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just keep it simple. But, but I mean, D. Ford was, was in the neutral zone huh. in that AFC championship against the Patriots. Was it? Did it affect the play? No. Did they call it? Yes. And did it give Brady a chance to get going to the Super Bowl? Yes. It happens. If you, cr- this is why I'm so happy that the Chiefs were disciplined. Yeah. Don't make the bad play or commit a penalty, and they get mad at the refs for throwing a flag. I kind of love though <clears throat> D Ford. <clears throat> D Ford. Yeah. Theo. Theo is going back to when he wasn't a Chiefs fan to defend <laughs> the Chiefs today. I'm that's still, still that's good. Them. Bold. Next level. That is next level right there. Uh, Jonathan in West Palm is on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I thought the worst play and the saddest part was that last minute hail maker, like that, that hail mary <laughs> that wasn't uh, by Jalen Hurts. What was it that? It was such a terrible throw. Yeah, it, oh, jo- my God. Jonathan, I'm glad I had tweeted at KLV 106.3 right before the play. Just don't run the Cowboys play, like we saw at the end of the divisional round <laughs> against the 49ers. And then Jalen Hurts, he steps back. He, he, like an eight-step drop, then he winds up as as hard as he possibly can, and then he throws it to nobody, a duck, at like the 30-yard line. <laughs> what was that? That was tough. It was a dud. Man. It was a dud. That was, it was a complete dud. <laughs> yeah, that was so rough and so anticlimactic. I thought and appreciate the call. Jalen Hurts has has an arm. Did he – Stone, you're, you're, you're a former college quarterback. Uh-oh. Does he – did he just did he just misthrow that, or was somebody supposed to be there, or was it just, oh crap, I've got nowhere to go with it, so I'm just going to throw it to the middle of the field because it looked like he almost tried to throw it as far as he could, but he like short armed it. So obviously it's happened to me before. Um, so I, I try to done that. I try to defend him like I defend myself in that situation. A few things you could overstride, which means you have no plane to throw from. So you're basically at five foot four trying to throw a Hail Mary, right? It's that you get a crow hop, a crow hop, and all of a sudden your feet are four or five yards apart. Oh, and so now you're off balance. You're just way off balance. Two, the gosh darn thing slipped out of his hands. I mean, you could. He, yeah. he doesn't have the distance anyway. So it was a dream. So he tried to put God's strength into his arm and, and do it. And he ended up playing. And God yeah. was like, hey, man, we, we don't do this. We've like, all tried to throw a football too hard, and yeah. it just does crazy things. And that so, might have been what happened So there. that's exactly what you saw there. Yeah. felt a little bad for him. Yeah. Don't know why they didn't go with the hook and ladder or a little backyard yeah. BS, flip it around, right, try to they make said, something hey, happen. Jalen Hurts, you're not capable of throwing it 70 yards, but please throw it 70 yeah. yards. Yeah, I, I would imagine Pull that's what Josh came down Allen. the headset. Good luck, buddy. Like, I mean, yeah. got Godspeed. this thing.
Godspeed. I I do feel bad for him because then, but but that I was, I had a feeling that's what happened, but Stone, and Stone's big enough to admit, and this man won a playoff game in college football. Like that happens sometimes, right? Yes. Uh, Your most memorable moment, your most lame moment from the Super Bowl, 888-760-3776, Hour two coming your way. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. All right, here's my bold prediction. Uh Uh-oh. The Eagles win by three scores. Three scores. The Eagles win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs by three scores on Sunday. Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Not good from your boy. (laughs) I said that three whole days ago. And boy, was I wrong. In fact, it's an Eagles loss, 38-35. I will say, in my defense... Things were trending in that direction at 14-7 to 7, Philadelphia, and the Eagles are driving, and then Jalen Hurts just drops the football, kicks it backwards, scooped up by the, by the Chiefs, touchdown, and that changed the entire complexion of the game. And the Eagles still went to the locker room up 10 after over 10 minutes of a time of possession advantage. Yeah. But then Mahomes, Mahomes, and the Chiefs chiefed. You know, I I think we're putting a lot of stock in the 14-7 score. And I think at one point we had 21-14 with the Eagles had the ball. And that was also when Patrick Mahomes went limping out of the game. So they're up 21-14 with the ball, driving, ended up kicking a field goal there. But that could have very well been a 14-point lead with a hurt Patrick Mahomes. So I think that's the point where... Theo's downing That's, tequila shots and trying to forget about what's about to happen. Yeah. That and was then, the point I was just most ghosting us for like 90 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I was most worried. But you know, somebody did text me during that moment in, in a guy that's going to be speaking on these airwaves in about a few hours here. And he said something about, oh, not looking good. And you know what? I responded back to Josh Cohen, who you mm-hmm. can catch on Josh Cohen in the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina Ford to six. That's right. I told him Jordan moment. Don't worry. And it happened. I wasn't confident when I said it, but I just had, I wasn't going to let him troll me. It's so funny. Even in his lowest moments, Theo (laughs) finds a way to be as smooth as he possibly can. Just rising like a phoenix. Right. Absolutely. Reeking of reeking of vodka and rising like a phoenix. Oh Wait, what God. were you drinking last tequila night? Oh, tequila and champagne. Oh, I was let's Jesus, just say, dude, how are you feeling today? I was wavy, man. I was I was. Is that why you're wearing sunglasses right yes. now? Okay. Yes, yes. I'm not gonna take these sunglasses off till I get to the comfort of my home. <laughs> All right, Pat Mahomes Senior. They're just hanging a little low. That's right. I'm hanging a little low. You know, I'm, I'm wavy, just like me. Pat Mahomes Senior. and Mahomes were uh, off that Philly pack. We're off uh, <laughs> off feeling some things yesterday. <laughs> Uh, what was your most memorable <laughs> moment from last night's game? Mine was the two touchdowns with no eagle within 15 yards and the goal to go is for the Chiefs. It just just brilliant play calls. Uh, Theo's was the Pat Mahomes scramble mm. for a first down that really got the Chiefs into winning position late in the fourth quarter. My most lame moment last night is while Rihanna was fine. Like, she was good. She was good. She's really, really good. She, she doesn't know how to not be good, but... Best performance ever. Transcendent. No, it it wasn't. And and to me, I'm not going to sit here and give brownie points for a pregnancy performance. And Uh-oh. I'll explain why 
later on in the second hour. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. You're I'm treading not, dangerous water not, right now. I'm not, yeah, if you thought I'm my Sirianni crying yeah. during the anthem take was good, just wait till you hear this, okay? This first hour is crazy. Uh, what, what was your... <laughs> Kevin lost his mind. Yes. What, is, um, what was your lamest moment from last night? 100% to me, the lamest moment from last night was all of the crying about the flag. Not the flag itself, but all of the crying and the blaming about the flag from fans. I think it just is getting tired because we can, you can point to two or three of these things every single game. And then for after the game, James Bradbury to admit, yes, I hold him, I held him and pulled jersey. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they'd let it slide. Yes. That was the exact quote. Like, it's a penalty. So, like, I just, again, I get blaming the refs. It's a good fallback, whatever. It's a nice coping mechanism. But, like, all of the crying about that, it just gets a little old. Like. Well, the best crying happened on NBC Sports Philadelphia last night. I present to you Michael Barkan. This was the NBC Sports Philadelphia post-game show. As you can imagine, it was not a happy occasion. Ron Jaworski also a part of this, but you're about to hear from Michael Barkan. Here was his analysis on local cable television in Philadelphia last night over the defensive holding call. They withstood the injury of Jalen Hurts. And then they get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shepard's team with a call. I mean, utter complete is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways. And you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl. And that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. But then James Bradbury, he, he comes out. And we've got that, right? Of course. Here's, here's what James Bradbury had to say. <laughs> uh, the man who was called for the defensive holding when asked about whether or not that was actually a, uh, a penalty. Here's, here's James Bradbury. Mm. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go. But, of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game. Um, and it was, it was a hold. So they called it. I mean, it was a hold. They called it. He right. said it. He said it. Now, do I agree that it should have been called? Not necessarily. I thought that it was weak, all things considered, especially in that moment. I think at any time of the game, there'll be a weak defensive holding call. But did he admit he grabbed Jersey? Sure. So I can't I can't overly argue with it. I think the part of it for me is like You're a Chiefs fan? Yeah, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just keep it simple. But but I mean, D Ford was was in the neutral zone huh. in that AFC championship against the Patriots. Was it did it affect the play? No. Did they call it? Yes. And did it give Brady a chance at the game going to the Super Bowl? Yes. It happens. If you cr- this is why I'm so happy that the Chiefs were disciplined. Yeah. Don't make the bad play or commit a penalty and then get mad at the refs for throwing a flag. I kind of love though <clears> D <throat> Ford. <clears throat> D Ford, yeah. Theo, Theo is going back to when he wasn't a Chiefs fan to defend the Chiefs today. <laughs> that's still, still that's good, it. bold, next Washington, level. Baby. That is next level right there. Uh, Jonathan in West Palm is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. I thought the worst play and the saddest part was that last minute hailmaker, like that, that Hail Mary <laughs> that wasn't uh, by Jalen Hurts. What was that? It was such a terrible throw. Yeah, it, oh jo- my God, Jonathan, I'm glad. I had tweeted at KLV 106.3 right before the play, just don't run the Cowboys play, like we saw at the end of the divisional round against the 49ers. And then Jalen Hurts, he steps back he, he, like an eight-step drop. Then he winds up as as hard as he possibly can. 
and then he throws it to nobody, a duck at like the 30 yard line. What was that? That was tough. It's a dud. Man. It's a dud. That was, it was a complete dud. <laughs> yeah, that was so rough and so anticlimactic. I thought and appreciate the call. Jalen Hurts has has an arm. Did he Stone, you're 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 a former college quarterback. Uh-oh. Does he did he just <laughs> did he just misthrow that or was somebody supposed to be there or was it just Oh, crap. I've got nowhere to go with it, so I'm just going to throw it to the middle of the field. Because it looked like he almost tried to throw it as far as he could, but he, like, short-armed it. So, obviously, it's happened to me before. Um, so I, <laughs> I try, I try to, done that. I try to defend him like I defend myself in that situation. A few things. You could overstride, which means you have no plane to throw from, so you're basically at five foot four trying to throw a Hail Mary. Right? It's that you get a crow hop, a crow hop, and all of a sudden your feet are four or five yards apart. Oh, and so now you're off balance. Oh. You're just way off balance. Two. The gosh darn thing slipped out of his hands. I mean, he could. He yeah. he doesn't have the distance anyway, so it was a dream. So he tried to put God's strength into his arm and, and do he it. Ended up playing. And God yeah. was like, "Hey man, we we don't do this. We've like, all tried to throw a football too hard, and yeah. it just does crazy things. And that so, might have been what happened. So there. that's exactly what you saw. There yeah. felt a little bad for him. Yeah. Don't know why they didn't go with the hook and ladder or a little backyard yeah. BS, flip it around, right? Try to they make said, something hey, happen. Hey Jalen Hurts, you're not capable of throwing it 70 yards, but please throw it 70 yeah. yards. Yeah, I, I would imagine Pull that's what Josh came down Allen. the headset. Good luck, buddy. Like I mean, yeah. God's this thing. Godspeed. I I do feel bad for him because then, but but that I was, I had a feeling that's what happened, but Stone, and Stone's big enough to admit, and this man won a playoff game in college football. Like that happens sometimes, right? Oh, yes. Your most memorable moment, your most lame moment from the Super Bowl, 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Hour two coming your way. He's Theo Dorsey, WP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.